This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom, I'm revved up and ready to go. <laughs> I can hear it. You know, wait, this moron's been idling this motorcycle outside for five minutes. And finally, we're like, we'll just record. And that's when he decides to go full throttle. Yeah. Pretty cool guy. Yeah. And eh, we could redo the intro, but it's too late. Uh, how are you? You said you're you're revved up and ready to go. Yeah. It's maybe it's a play on the motorcycle. I how are you doing this week, Tom? Uh, I'm good. I thought I was having a stroke earlier today. Why? Uh, because I smelled burnt toast. Which is what they tell you? Yeah. Was it actually, were you making toast? No, that was the thing. I wasn't making toast. Oh. And I was I was in the kitchen. I'm like, oh, it smells like burnt toast. And I like, uh, went to my girlfriend and I was like, you, were you making toast earlier? She's like, nope. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> that's when you had to ask her, do you smell burnt well, toast? Well, that's when I was like, uh. can you come out here and see if you smell this too? And uh, she did. And then I asked her if she could smell what The Rock was cooking. And then she thought it was all just, you know, a, a big old joke on her. Yeah. Which in a way it was. But I was glad. Somebody, her life with you. <laughs> somebody had uh, simply burned some toast. Well, that, we opened up the uh, the door of the hallway and it was like, oh, God, it smells awful in here. Tom, it smelled like smoke in the hallway when I arrived. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it's probably still... Because it smelled bad enough that I thought I was having a stroke. Uh, yeah. So somebody really burnt the toast. As I was walking here, I was like, this building might be on fire. Yeah. As I was walking down your hallway. Well, my building's been on fire before, so... Well, so it knows... It, it knows, <laughs> it knows how like, to do it. Yeah. Uh, and I was thinking, ah, well... If we had to cut the episode short because we had to evacuate because the building's right. on fire, mm-hmm. we can still put that episode out. We won't yeah, have to we like, still get back together. Yeah, we wouldn't have to get together and, and redo it. Right. And everybody would have to just accept yeah, it. Yeah, there was a fire, everybody. Yeah, come on. Calm down. What do you expect from us? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, a shortened episode. Guess what? Lives were lost. Oh, <laughs> in this in this circumstance, we're still recording while there is a life threatening fire going on. Yeah. Wow. We're heroes. We're heroes for sticking it out as long as we did before yeah. we cut it short. Yeah, but for for some people, it's just not good enough. No. Oh, they oh say, I need an extra 15 minutes of you two talking about swimming. Yeah. You know, we'll talk about swimming another time. There's, there, It's an emergency. There's elderly people in this building, for yeah. Christ's sakes. I, don't, I hope not. That Old, was one of the stipulations when I moved in. No olds. No olds. Old neighbors are the best. Mm, what about when they're nosy? Who's no? Look, a nosy neighbor, especially mm. an elderly person, yeah. is... In New York, Tom, mm-hmm. it's lovely. Who else gives a shit about you <laughs> other than like some some old lady being like, oh, and like seeing you and your girlfriend being like, you two married? And you have to lie <laughs> and say yes because you know this old lady is old fashioned. <laughs> why, why would I lie? I don't care what some old lady uh, That's what thinks. I did before I was married <laughs> when some old lady asked well, she went like, "You guys are married, right?" And well, it's like, "Well, in fairness, Tim, the the displays of public affection that you and your now wife uh, took part in on the on the busy streets of New York City, uh, it, it was shocking that you weren't married with what you what you were doing." <laughs> I can see why an old an old woman would ask that. Knowing me and knowing my wife, <laughs> uh-huh. 
I don't think we've ever so much as like held hands in public. Yeah, I've I've, I've often thought it's a sham marriage. Yeah, well, that both of you are hiding something. No, both of us are just like we don't want to like like I don't know when when I see like a couple holding hands, I'm like, ugh, do you have to do that? <laughs> do you don't even want to hold hands. <laughs> I don't want to see other people holding hands. You know me, Tom. Oh, I don't care. My whole thing is I don't like people. People I don't know. Enjoying themselves yes. in public, in front of me. I want them to be happy in general, but I don't want them like expressing their happiness in any way. Like that's not what the public is for. It's <laughs> not, not what outside is for. You sound like uh, one of these bureaucrats from 1984. Yeah, the book, not the year. Oh, I thought you meant like, oh yeah, the Ronald Reagan. <laughs> you sound like a, a member of Ronald Reagan's cabinet. Um. I also Ron Regan or Don Regan, right? There was a guy in Ronald Reagan's oh, cabinet, yeah. Don Donald Regan. <laughs> yeah, which is cr- <laughs> yeah. I mean, that had to have just been a bit, yeah. right? Like, uh, like uh, we got to get this guy in the cabinet. Guy. Yeah, all right, cool. He was like an intern or something. Like, oh, I don't know, President Reagan. <laughs> Make him Joint Chief of <laughs> Chief of Staff. He'll be very funny. Well, it'll be funnier than the time <laughs> I paired up with a uh, an orangutan. Yeah. For a movie. He didn't know it was for a movie. <laughs> oh, that that kind of makes sense. I don't think he knew he was president yeah. either. He thought that was for a movie. Uh, speaking of movies, Tim, I've noticed recently in uh, uh, commercials for movies, a previously unimportant, dumb part of the advertisement that is now very useful, which is when at the end of a movie trailer or like a commercial, they say uh, available only in theaters. Right. That used to just be dumb where it was like, yeah, I know it's a new movie. Of course it's only in theaters. But now you don't know if it's only in theaters. Yeah, it might be on a uh, streamer. Yeah, it might be a day and date release. Yeah. So uh, if you work for a movie studio and you're listening to this, probably to try and get big new ideas for movies. Yeah. uh, Thank you for uh, keeping that part in because I saw a trailer for a movie today. and I said, I'd like to see that. And it said only in theaters. And I said, no, I won't go see that. You're then. not going to go see a movie in a theater anytime <laughs> No, I soon? will. But this was like a movie where it was like, oh, that looks like dumb. Like that looks like that might not be a good movie, but a movie that I'd be interested in. That's what I'm kind of uh, excited to see in a theater. A bad movie? Not a bad movie, but like roll the dice. Yeah, sure. But... This was like a movie where it was like, uh, this, this is not a, this is like a summer blockbuster type movie. I'll Don't just you want to see it on the big screen? <sighs> what is it, Jaws? No, it's, <laughs> Tim, you're woefully out of date in movies. The new Ryan Reynolds movie, Free Guy, where he's like a guy in a, it's like an NPC in a video game. Yeah, that, Tom, that's all your favorite things. I know. I'm not actually a huge Ryan Reynolds You're fan. a big Deadpool guy. Um, you have a Deadpool tattoo. Do you or do you not? I told ah, you. Well, your silence speaks it's, volumes, It's in a place, friend. Tim, where I honestly don't know how you even saw it because it's uh, in a place pretty discreet. Where? where? Nobody, it's uh, inside my butt cheeks. Wow. Yeah. Inside? <laughs> yep. So even if how I How did you find you, a, a willing tattoo artist? You could find a tattoo artist that would do that. They got tattoo artists that do all kinds of crazy things. This I was reading about this guy. Uh, I forget what country he's in. I want to say like Spain or Brazil, something like that. Mm-hmm. 
where he's like, uh, he wants him, he wants to look like an alien. See, so like, uh, you know, his whole body's tattooed, but then like, <laughs> I didn't Spain or Brazil or something. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, and then he got his nose removed, hmm. and then he's got like, you know, bulges in his head. He's yeah, got I mean, things you get people to do that, head. but a guy to like spend a bunch of time with your butt cheeks spread while he, you know. They could put buzzing away. I don't know, like some tape well, over you your scream in horror. <laughs> they could put tape over your butthole or something. Uh, all right, it's like, okay. What? I'm just look. You wanted to know the 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 you know the logistics of this. I wanted to talk about going to the movies. <laughs> well, it's a part of going to the movies, Tim. New experiences, um, but. Like that's a kind of movie uh, where it's like you know what if that's that, exactly what I want to see. No, I don't want. Like, if if I, that movie comes out and it gets rave reviews, I'll go see it. But I imagine it's gonna get like eh, the movie yeah, was all right, that's and that's cool. the kind of movie I want to see on you know a streaming service. No, if it's if it's just all right, then you're just like, look, I could be doing a million other things right now. No, if you're in the theater, you're like, well. Here I am. I got some popcorn and like I got to power through this. No way. Because when you're in the theater, then the whole time you're like, oh, I can't be doing anything else. Yeah. I'm, this is just dragging. This is, I'm wasting time. I could be doing literally anything else. And I, I'm sitting in a theater and I can't even take my phone out. Right. During this uh, Ryan Reynolds monologue about, you know, finding true love by the end of the movie or something. Yeah. But I am excited to go see a movie eventually. I'm not going to go see A Quiet Place Part 2 because it, it's coming to Paramount Plus, uh, I yeah, think, but, like next month. Uh, did you see A Quiet Place Part 1? I don't. Yes, but not in a theater, I don't think. I saw it in a theater and I had no desire to see it. Yeah. Um, I'm afraid of Jim from the office. <laughs> right. He's a bully. Well, don't you don't like, like how he can see you through the TV. I really don't like. <laughs> I know you actually don't like that. When they break the fourth wall. And like that's not, that's not what happened on The Office. It was a mockumentary. But like I don't like when people look right. at the camera. Well, but I'm saying like, you know, everybody did it during interviews or whatever. But like Jim would do it during no like yeah he'd be talking to a coworker and then he'd turn and look at you in yeah. the camera I don't like that one bit so I guess I am kind so, of afraid of Jim from the office yeah so, so you didn't want to see the movie because you were afraid of because uh, normally you can at least watch the office in the privacy of your own home so if it startled you and you yelped yeah and nobody else would know except for your wife exactly. but going to a theater. Yeah, quiet place. You were worried about halfway through the movie, uh, Jim from the office turning to the camera and oh, giving a, a look. If, and like, it's one thing. Like, like, can you believe this? Can you believe what's happening? Yeah, like when Ferris Bueller does it, it's like, okay, you're a little too much, man. Like, you're right. talking too much to the mm -hmm. screen. And like, just like a, a glance, a knowing glance at the screen. That's the creepiest thing in the world. <laughs> they should do that more often. Um. But you saw a quiet I saw place. it in the theater, mm -hmm. and I think if I was watching that on television, mm -hmm. thirty minutes in, I'd go, "I get it, <laughs> all right," and then I'd pick up my phone, or probably more likely, like 
turn on an episode of The Office or something <laughs> right. and be like, oh, yeah, I think The Office, oh, this guy reminds me of the guy from The Office. And then I'd be like, oh, this is the guy from The Office, and I'd put on The Office. Um, I, probably in between there, there would be another step, which is, is this The Office? <laughs> no, it's, well, it might have been like one of the, remember the weird backdoor pilot for uh, the Shroot Farms episode? I, I watched that recently, yeah. That was the worst episode of any that was a real ever. bad backdoor pilot. So yeah. for anybody that doesn't know, it was like the third to last episode of The Office. It was a Dwight-centric episode that was a backdoor pilot because they were going to make a Frasier-style spinoff of The Office called The Farm with Dwight. Um, and your favorite actor, Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> um, they. It was just a real weird episode because like Dwight is not a good protagonist. So they had to make him like the voice of reason in this. Yeah. Which like, you know, like Frazier, you know, Frazier, he's got all craziness going on around him and he's the grounded person. He's the one that's saying like, I can't believe I have to deal with this. And they tried to make Dwight that. And it's like, that's not what that character is. That's not yeah. why people like that character. Anyway, uh, the fact that, um, you know, there were a bunch of people on the edge of their seats in this, in this, because uh, it's, it's, it's a very suspenseful movie, right. A uh-huh. Quiet Place Part One. And uh, that all would have been lost on me because I would have been like annoyed on my couch. But mm. like when forced to, and everybody's like watching and it's quiet, and uh, it's like, oh no, I hope this little girl doesn't drop a glass of milk or something. <laughs> I don't know what happened in the movie. I don't remember. Um, <laughs> You're like, I don't know why I'm so invested in that. <laughs> No, because the, the aliens would hear it, Tom, oh, and then they okay. come in. It makes noise. I thought you when didn't you understand that part. I thought no, you just don't like I, to I, see I, milk being wasted. Well, that too, Tom. Um, but uh, I, and by the end, I was like, oh, that was a fun. Like that needed to be a communal experience for me. Well, that's stupid, Tim. The movie's called A Quiet Place. You're supposed to watch it at a quiet place, and it sounds like you were any place but. Yeah, I mean, no, I was in. I was in. The, 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 the quiet movie Were you theater. shushing people the whole time? No, I wasn't. I was, hey, did you not see what the sign said outside? A quiet place. That's where we are. <laughs> that's what I came here for. <laughs> I, came here. I didn't even know a movie was playing. <laughs> I came here with a book to finally get some peace and quiet. It cost me $21. Um, quiet Place 2 in theaters now. Tim, this week is part of our summer series. The TCGTE summer f- fun in the sun series. I was going to say concert series, but this isn't a concert. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you basically just said what I said, but with a long pause in between <laughs> two of the words, which is great. Thank you for that. Yeah. We'll, we'll put in some uh, like uh, beach sounds. Yeah, exactly. Like breaking waves. Some seagulls. Yeah. God. That's not what a seagull sounds I've like. I've never been to the beach. <laughs> um, not even back to the beach? I've watched back to the beach. Yeah. Well, that counts. Then you've yeah. been to the beach. Uh, we're talking about swimming. It's a fun activity for anyone that can swim. Not so fun for anybody that can. for anybody that can. <laughs> no. Uh, and and the, the inspiration for this, Tim, is this week I went swimming in a lake. Wow. Um, and I'm here to say... Never a big fan of swimming in lakes. Is it because the bottom is too slimy? The bottom's too slimy. Yeah. That's literally my only problem with yeah. it, but it's a big one. 
I mean, that's that's like small lakes. Like if yeah. you, I bet if you, uh, you you could do well in like one of the Great Lakes, Lake Michigan, for example. Yeah. Well, so but that kind of feels almost like an ocean. If yeah. You didn't know any. It's like an ocean for like people that like they're not for as people that don't know better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you know what though? I've been swimming like off a boat in a lake, and then that's just kind of scary. Yeah, because you can't even touch the bottom. Uh, yeah, and I'm not afraid of drowning. I'm just afraid of like a Loch Ness monster or something being down there. That's I, I don't like not knowing how deep the water is below me. Right. And if you tell me like, oh, it's a thousand feet deep, I'll be like, oh, okay, thank you, and then I'll be fine. But I need to know. Oh. And you're afraid of creatures. Yeah, I'm deathly afraid of creatures. I need to know what kind of potential uh, undiscovered sea or lake creature I might be contending with. Are you thinking like mythological creatures? Or are you just like, oh, I don't want a thing to bite me? In my no, I'm thinking peter. mythological. I'm uh, thinking uh, cri- uh, cryptozoological uh, creatures. Beasts. Yeah, like the Loch Ness Monster, Champy, the Lake Champion Monster, other oh. lake monsters. Hmm. Snakes, snakes. I mean, those are real, Tom. Those are <laughs> what? Yeah, snakes in the water. No, who, get out who, of town. Whose idea was that? Yeah, go back to the drawing board on that one. Yeah, God, jeez, that's the last thing snakes needed. You could have been like, oh, you know, the snake's one weakness is that it can't swim. Yeah, but instead, it's like, no, actually, they can swim better than you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I went swimming in a lake, and aside from the uh, the slimy bottom. Uh, it was nice. That's what people say about you. <laughs> Aside from the slimy bottom, I'm nice. Yeah. That's what my tattoo artist said. <laughs> That's why I had to put the tape on. Um, the I do like that in lakes, actually, you know, like there aren't sharks in lakes, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So you know there aren't sharks in lakes. <laughs> um, or, uh, you know, pr- oh, God, there are piranhas in rivers. Yeah, there's probably piranhas in lakes. Yeah, I've swam in a river too. I think I've swam in just about every kind of body of water there is. Well, now that Tom, I think about it, this is um, very impressive. But it a thing that most people have done. Not you've most also people. Done. Some people have never done it. Um, if I've done it, and I'm not even a big swimmer, yeah. are you going to claim that you're a big swimmer? Yeah, I'm a big swimmer. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, uh, and I also think, and what's the evidence for that? Uh, I was a lifeguard. 20 years ago. Tim. Yes. I was a lifeguard 20 years ago. More than 20 years ago now. (laughs) And I can show you uh, a friggin' news clipping of me winning a big swim race. The big swim race. Really? You won a swim race? Yeah. I won a swim. The big swim. (laughs) I won the big swim race. No, I won uh, a swimming race. There was like uh, at the pool that I worked at. The, you know, like the village pool. Mm Mm-hmm. So it wasn't that big of a swim race. Well, everybody everybody in the village was there. I wasn't. (laughs) Well, then, I don't know. You're probably going to get in trouble once this comes out because it it was mandatory attendance. You didn't participate. Um, Did everybody have to race or... No. Well, so the thing was like every... I forget. It was like part of something else, but every year there's a swim race, but... I think they only needed like one lifeguard to work it. And it was like before the pool would open. Um, like early in the morning? Yeah. Oh, who would go to that? That's when swim races happen, man. Oh. And like, so 
Also, uh, that's why I never entered any. Our our school didn't have a pool or like a swim team or anything like that. No, but you did get hoodwinked on your first day when somebody sold you a pass to no, the pool on the fourth people, floor. No, I knew right away there was a pool on the fourth floor. There wasn't even a fourth floor to begin with. That's how I knew. But that's what all the upper classmen would say. Yeah, upper no classmen is what I call wow. them. Don't well, tell, don't tell any of them. The hell out of you. Tim, don't tell any of them I said that. Um, but uh, so they had like a swim race before the pool open. And you're never going to be able to tell a high school junior or senior mm-hmm. that they're uh, that they're not shit, that 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 they're that they suck. Like you can tell them that, but they're never yeah. going to believe you. <laughs> right. There's nobody that impresses them. No, because like, they have just massive unearned confidence. Yeah, I if bet... we said it to them now, they'd be like, "All right, you paunchy old idiots," um, <laughs> right? But if someone like even like some like twenty three year old who like, yeah. was cool, they'd mm. just be like, Pfft. "What if a TikTok star told them?" I don't even think. What if they made a TikTok about it? Wow. All right. <laughs> they looked at the camera and the TikTok really scares <laughs> oh, the shit out of these high school seniors. Um, so anyway, there was a swim race and I wasn't a lifeguard working, but I had to like be at work early or whatever. It was like a half hour before. And they were like, OK, we're going to do like a, a big swim race. They've been doing all the swim races and this age group was uh, I think it was like 16 to 49 or 17 to 49. And I was like, oh, well, they, well, they shouldn't have anybody older than 50 racing. They'll oh, drown. no, no. We had like some uh, older people that swam like crazy at the pool because yeah. it's good oh, exercise for old guys. people. Yeah. They yeah. wear their Speedos and it's like, yeah. And then you'd go into the locker room and be like, you don't need to be this naked for this long. Right. Well, and I also remember there was this woman that would, uh, like this old woman that would come uh, every morning and swim laps. Mm-hmm. And like when it would. I think swimming laps is fine. That's a great oh, yeah. way to stay in shape. But racing? No, you don't want to put them well, through that stress. So the problem with the with this woman, though, was that she would dive into the lap lane, which was a big no-no because yeah, it was like. Six feet? I don't think it was even six feet. Maybe. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, I guess it was six feet. But, uh, you know, there were signs everywhere. No diving. Because, yeah. like, that's... that's my biggest fear in the world. Oh, yeah. And, like, I get if you know how to do a shallow dive, you're fine. Yeah. But, you know, as lifeguards, that was the thing that was just like beat into us over and over again, where it was like, hey, the one time you guys are really going to have to be on your game and know your shit is if somebody dives in and breaks their yeah. neck. Yeah. Like, you're, you you know, I mean, I've I've mentioned on this show, like, I had to, you know, hop in and rescue a few people. But, like, none of those were in any way life's, where it was like, I could have waited another minute, a full minute, right. and it would have been just as fine. You know, it was yeah. little kids. That you were got, just trying to be a hero. Right. I want well, I wanted to make sure everybody came up to see it happen yeah. first. No, I mean it was mostly little kids that got in too deep or people that uh, like adults that didn't know how to swim and were just stupid. Wearing <laughs> jeans in the pool? <laughs> no, I just remember like this. Do you ever have to yell at anyone for wearing jeans in the pool? <laughs> we, we had to tell people they weren't allowed to wear jeans in the yeah. pool. I would catch them before they even got in the oh, pool. Oh, no. Well, you're a very vigilant uh, <laughs> oh, lifeguard. Anybody ever I, die on your watch? A few people, but it wasn't my fault. Uh, 
No, I I was so vigilant, Tim. I didn't even allow jeans up on the deck because nice. I knew what they were up to. I knew uh, they'd be like, "No, I'm just hanging on the deck." I'm like, "No, as soon as I turn my back, you're gonna go in the pool with those jeans." And once you get uh, a guy in jeans in the pool, good luck getting him out. <laughs> yeah, he's got so much weight, you can't even carry him out. The jeans. Well, I'll get g- to that. Take too. on so much water. Uh, that was. I'll get to it now. That was one of my favorite things to do in the. Uh, uh, I was a swimming instructor too, which is why I'm uniquely qualified to host this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I can just go if you want this to be a monologue <laughs> about swimming safety. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, like the, the last class that kids would have to take when they were like, I don't know, like 14, 15 was, uh, 16, maybe even was, um, uh, one of the tests was uh, that you had to jump into the pool fully clothed with jeans and like a uh, dress shirt on. Dress shirt? Yeah. In the summer? Yeah. And you would have to tread water for a half hour. Oh, wow. And then after so that- So you like fell off a cruise ship during right. the last- uh... Yeah, it was, it was it, that's what it was meant to simulate. Like if you fell off a boat and nobody noticed, mm. <laughs> uh, or would you be able to uh, survive? Um, and then after that, you would have to take your jeans off and while make, in the water. Yeah. Okay. And make a flotation device out of them. Ah. Um, but yeah, wet jeans weigh 10,000 pounds. <laughs> they are very heavy, which is why you can't go in a pool with them, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Um, but anyway, back to the big race. This is stuff you're only going to hear on this show. <laughs> the to, real, the dark side of look, swimming. Look, a lot of other comedy podcasts aren't interested in your pool safety, your water safety. They'll tell you like, oh, I don't know. How heavy could a pair of jeans be? How do you make jeans into a flotation device? You, do you tie them off and then blow them up? You, yeah, kind of. You tie off, you tie the two pant legs together by the ankle and then you, uh, pull it over your head you pull like the the opening the waist Mm -hmm. over your head and trap air Uh and pull it down and then like you know just hold it together with your hand and then you put your head in between your legs you know in between the legs of the Uh, pants and it it works surprisingly well like you, you know you'll have to refill it with air once in a while but it's really not bad, especially, uh, you know, th- this was the go-go 90s, Tim, so I wore exclusively Jinko jeans. Yeah. Well, so I basically had a, a raft that I could uh, sit on. Um, do you think you'd be able to do that now? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't hard. Treading water in all your clothes oh, for a half hour? Oh, for a half hour? Probably, just because, like, I don't know. I had to tread water so much that, like, I'm pretty good at being able to like do the absolute minimum <laughs> treading to not drown yeah to just like not expend a bunch of energy but you've really I, perfected doing the absolute minimum in, in all aspects of your life thank you i was waiting for somebody to notice that um yeah i mean if i had to like when i was a teenager i could also like swim you know i remember like hearing about like you know triathlons and and like crazy swimming things and being like oh swimming as a kid didn't you also feel like riding a bike is an exercise i could ride a bike literally forever oh yeah and i still think that (laughs) uh, but like i thought that about swimming too like i could just swim endlessly Mm. like not full out full speed but i'm nowadays no i'm I would not drown. I would 
not, you know, I, I, I could still survive if I fell off a boat, but I could not swim nearly as long as I used to. You just uh, do the backstroke. You do the backstroke, you do the dead man's float, the survivor stroke. The dead man's float sucks, because you have to hold your breath the whole time. Yeah, but you're also not expending any energy. Yeah, but why don't you just do that on your back? Because then you can't see what's going on, (sighs) and especially what's going on under under the water. close my eyes when I go underwater. (laughs) Too too afraid you'll see Jim from the office looking (laughs) back at you down there. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Looking out through a grate in the pool. (laughs) That is a terrifying proposition. Uh, but anyway, Tim, back to the big race that oh, yes. everybody's been dying to hear about. Um, like, basically, on a whim, I was like, oh, I'll do the race. And I won. Didn't you? You, you did it in jeans. That's, a, that's how <laughs> unprepared you were for it. No, but I just remember, and it's crazy to me because, like, it was like a lot of dads, but it was like, you know, like in shape dads. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. there aren't too many of those. Uh, there used to be. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> in the 90s, there used to be. Uh, before everybody was like, oh, I have a dad bod. This is back before that existed. This was back when, uh, I don't know, Jack LaLanne was still around. <laughs> Everybody is looking up shape. to Jack LaLanne. Uh, like, <laughs> um, I want to pull a every, everybody boat with was, my teeth while I swim. Everybody was buying Tybo DVDs that summer, so they were in very good shape. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, like, there were dudes who were, like, you know, fit and, like, wearing Speedos and stuff. And, like, I just swam in my lifeguard trunks and, like, destroyed everyone. And I just remember these people being so mad. Like, just, like, really sore losers about it. And the thing is, I think now, like, no way in hell could I beat a 17-year-old in any anything, physical yeah. activity. Like, why were these guys so mad? Of course, I was... And I you was, might be able to meet, beat one in a pie-eating contest. <laughs> I don't even know if I could. You're a fast eater, Tom. I could not... No, I'm a slow eater. And... Uh, you know what, though? Except when, it comes, it. except when it comes to sweets. I am a fast eater. Yeah. So you're right. I would be good in a pie-eating contest. Um, but Teenage Tom would... Teenage Tom maybe wouldn't be as fast, but he'd be able to go the distance. He'd be able right. to beat me that way. If for no other reason than he was stupider and would... <laughs> Nowadays, I would know, like, all right, I'm not going past this limit. I'll feel awful forever. And mm. old Tom would be like, oh, whatever. Uh, but yeah, so I, 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 I'll, Tim, I'll bring you the photograph of me on the front page of the newspaper with a gold medal. Now I didn't even have medals. I don't what, know what, what I got. What newspaper was this? It was the Babylon Beacon, Tim, uh, the yeah. only paper in town. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't believe you, but I don't want to see that picture either. Tim, pretty sure I'm topless in that picture too. Great. Well, I had just gotten out of the water swimming, and uh, you know the newspaper wants to take a picture of you, your hot bod, your hot teen bod, for the front page. How could I say no? That's a very cool. That's a feather in your cap, yeah. being uh, shirtless on the cover of the local newspaper. <laughs> yeah, that's also like about like oh, the village board meets this week to vote <laughs> right. on zoning well, for I a new think, restaurant. Yeah, the trash days are changing <laughs> from Wednesday to Thursday, and check out the the new teen in town. <laughs> I would no. I've been a teen in town for a while. Yo, but. do you think these dads got that uh, newspaper on their? Uh, <laughs> uh, they're like, up oh, now to read about the uh, oh, what 
day is trash pickup. Oh, this fucking guy. I bet a the lot. The cover? I bet a lot of those dads caught their wives reading that article. Quite uh flushed all uh yeah. hot and bothered like uh why are you uh honey why are you reading that article in the bath with a bunch of candles and bubbles going i lost that race this episode is sponsored by sakara it's time to seek pleasure in all areas of your life including what you eat you want to stay healthy, but you also want to actually enjoy your meals. With Sakara, you get nutritious dishes that nourish your body without ever sacrificing taste. Sakara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. Their organic, ready-to-eat meals are made with powerful plant-based ingredients and are designed to boost your energy, improve your digestion, and get your skin glowing. The menu of creative, chef-crafted, ready-to-eat breakfasts, lunches, and dinners changes weekly, so you'll never get bored, and it's delivered fresh to your door anywhere in the U.S. And along with delicious, plant-rich meals, Sakara also offers daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas to support your nutrition. Experience the transformative power of plants with their best-selling Metabolism Super Powder made with organic raw cacao. It works to boost energy, eliminate bloating, minimize sugar cravings, and reduce fatigue. Tom, we've both tried this. Yes. Tastes like chocolate. It's delicious. Yeah. Sakara has received rave reviews from Vogue, Goop, The New York Times, and more. And right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash guide and enter the code guide20 at checkout. That's sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash guide to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash guide and enter code guide20. What interferes with your happiness? Is something preventing you from achieving your goals? Maybe it's uh, uh, poor self-esteem or depression. I know that's happened to me. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Connect in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line and it's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. Send a message to your counselor anytime and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, all without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. The service is available for clients worldwide. Find the particular expertise you need online. Don't limit yourself to counselors located near you. Licensed professional counselors are who are specialized in things like depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LB, LGBT matters, grief, and self-esteem. Anything you share is confidential. It's convenient, professional, and affordable. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. I and Tim want you to start living a happier life today. I do. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com guide. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash guide. <laughs> 
Tim here, I've been talking a blue streak about swimming, and I haven't even heard what your thoughts on swimming are. I'm uh, moderately pro-swimming. Moderately pro? I think it's good in a so you could, you could survival get, situation. You could compete in the Olympics, but you couldn't do it professionally. Right. Okay. Um, you think, so you think swimming's only good in a survival situation? I mean, it's only... Look... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna worship at the altar of Michael Phelps, Tom. Like mm. some of us, you in I particular. Michael Phelps. Remember when, like, uh, you know, everybody was so upset because he was photographed with a bong, like a year after the Olympics. Yeah. Like it was. I don't know. Like, who gives a shit? Why did Why did anybody care about that? Were there people? Because he's Michael Phelps, man. Yeah, but and everybody went. It was Phelps mania. But were people out there thinking like, "That's how he swims so fast"? <laughs> it's that no, guy. people were like, "No, you're ruining your life." And it's just like the most accomplished man in 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 Olympic history. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I. They think... sh- you know why they should be mad at him? Because I finally got tickets to Saturday Night Live. I went, <laughs> and freaking Michael Phelps was the host of SNL when I went. I, yeah. I saw I saw literally the worst episode of SNL in history. Yeah, always. I mean, Michael Jordan was good on SNL, and Joe Montana was good on SNL. They were good each in one sketch. You but, only... Well, that's more than Michael Phelps could say, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, there were a couple, Tom? Mm-hmm. The episode of SNL I went to was the one, the first time that Tina Fey did Sarah Palin, ah. and they did that classic bit mm-hmm. um, with her. But like, the rest of it was just like. Well, and I, and did you even see the rest of the show, or you got up and walked out when that happened? Why? Because because you you because of Sarah Palin because you like her, you you respect. Oh yeah, her. I, was, uh, I was very upset. No, I was I was seated. We were seated up. Um, in, uh, Tom near Lauren's office, <laughs> where all of uh, uh, and now there's Lauren Bacall. Yeah, the, she has an office at SNL. Yeah, she. I don't really know who Lauren Bacall is. <laughs> I know she's like an old lady actress. <laughs> yeah, that's all you need to know. Yeah, I think I think she probably just uh, you know she was grandfathered in, grandmothered in. <laughs> she just always had that office there. Um. All of Michael Phelps like friends and family were like uh-huh. sitting in that office the whole time and they just like Oh, probably probably stunk of weed. They were all drinking a lot. And mm-hmm. it was cool because uh because drinking school, yeah. No, and they like they gave us a they 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 they, they slipped me a beer wow. and you weren't allowed to drink in the in yeah. the studio. Um but like they were just like, bro, like whenever yeah. whenever Michael Phelps like said anything, they're like, <laughs> oh, that's our boy, and it's just like hangers on and like yeah. swim buddies from probably when mm-hmm. like he started swimming at like twelve years old. Yeah, it's annoying. And it look, I'm a comedy connoisseur, Tom. That's mm-hmm. why I don't want to see a freaking Michael Phelps. Episode. Yeah, especially when he's not swimming. <laughs> Like, yeah, like I'd be interested if I was somewhere and they were like, and guess what? Michael Phelps gonna come out and swim a few laps. They're like, oh, cool, that that'll be neat to see. But if they were like, Michael Phelps is gonna come out and do a little comedy for you. Hold on, I do think <laughs> what did he swim a few laps? <laughs> no, I don't. I I believe there was a sketch mm-hmm. where he uh, did like the Michael Phelps diet, mm-hmm. 
And I believe Jared from Subway was in the studio. <laughs> Hold on. So are you? So you're saying, Tim, that you were in the same room with uh, Jared Fogel from That's Subway. That's the only time I've ever been in the same well, room as, as Jared I mean, Fogel. previously, Tim, you had claimed to have never been in the same room with him. And now you're telling me that you were hanging out with him in Lorne Michaels' office during SNL? <laughs> That, that's what I picked up from that. Lauren Bacall. Um, swimmers, yeah, like Olympic swimmers. Like, who's that other guy? Jim something? John some? I don't know. There was, like, another, the knucklehead that, like, made up a lie about, like, getting mugged uh, to, like, explain why he, like, lost a race or lost his wallet or something, or lost his medals. Oh, uh, Lockie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it seems Ryan Lockie. Yes. It seems like, uh, a lot of, uh, like professional swimmers, uh, aren't getting enough oxygen. Just like pretty dumb guys. I mean, whatever. They're swimmers. They're not like, yeah. What other athletes are we like? Oh, they need to be brain geniuses. (laughs) Brain geniuses. Uh, chess. They're not athletes. Ooh, we're gonna ooh, we're gonna get letters. Yeah, we're, gonna get letter. we're huge in the chess community. Uh not anymore. Um, I also do remember Lil Wayne was the the musical <laughs> guest. Um, musical <laughs> guest, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. Um, it was when he was like doing his rock music. It was like it was no. the worst. It was like it was <laughs> yeah, like it was like the worst SNL yeah, they ever made. But I remember Jared Fogel now. It's like an unearthed memory. He <laughs> was sitting like in the front row, after, like you know. Yeah. And I remember uh, Lil Wayne came up to him like while they were setting up. It was mm-hmm. like, like, like yo. pointed. It was like, "Yo, I recognize you," and took a picture with uh, Jared Fogel. Mm. Hmm. And now, did you take a picture with Jared Fogel then or at the after party on Jeffrey Epstein's? <laughs> I mean, uh... <laughs> um. Yeah, so so profession. That's why I didn't go into professional swimming, Tim. I didn't want to become a, a dummy like the rest of these yeah. uh, guys. Well, I wish you've we turned had, out real smart. Tom. I thank you. I wish we had uh, swimming in high school. I, you know what, I do and I don't. Like I would have liked to have. Uh, you ask questions and then <laughs> interrupt I yourself. I would have liked to compete because I think I was pretty a pretty good swimmer and like. I also, you know, because I was tall, everybody was always like, oh, you should play basketball. And then I played basketball and I was awful at basketball. Yeah, I've seen you dribble a basketball. Yeah. Uh, dribbling, I'm not good at dribbling, but I'm b- b- so bad at shooting. You just like slap the ball with your, <laughs> with your whole. It's... I just keep my whole arm very limp yeah, while I'm doing it. Yeah, it's not, it's. No, I am, I am by works. no means uh, a good dribbler, but I'm a very bad shooter. Mm. Um, <laughs> not if, if 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 we're just like playing horse or something, I'm okay. But if it's like combined dribbling and shooting, no, the ball's going to go flying into the stands. I can't do it. Um, so I would have liked swimming as an alternative because then people would have been like, oh, or you should or you're built like a swimmer. You should do swimming. Right. But then I also think about uh, like uh, I think a lot of schools that have like pools, then they have to like swim during gym class. It's like, oh, yeah, I don't want to be in my uh, shorts in front of girls. Oh, 
I mean, weren't you doing yeah, that? Yeah, I guess I was. I don't know. I don't, I don't want... You know what? The the whole... It's it's it, it's all about context. Exactly. Right? That's the what it was. The context of a school day is so much different than a context of the local pool when you're uh, a lifeguard over summer the summer. And yeah. every, you know, nobody's at school. Everybody's doing their own thing. Yeah. You know, you're, you're tan. But like, yeah, in January, just like pale and after social studies class having to... Uh, get down to your skivvies yeah. and, and swim around. And then also like you're seeing your classmates that you don't necessarily want to see half naked, half naked. Mm. No good. You know what? So I'm glad we didn't have a pool. I'm glad they closed that fourth floor. Yeah. After all those kids died. Tim, what is, uh, what's your ideal temperature of a, of a body of water that you're swimming in? You know what? I have no idea. Um, Exactly. No, exactly. My body temperature is not good, right? <laughs> yeah, because that's gonna feel like kind of gross. Actually, that's what those float tanks we yeah. did were, right? Yeah, the sensory deprivation tanks. Yeah, they're, they're meant to be your exact body temperature, so you can't really feel where the water. Yeah. Is. No, ideally you want it to be colder, so it's refreshing. Right, but not too cold. But not too cold. I always have a long. I take a long time. To get in a pool or mm. to get into the ocean when I'm swimming. I do nowadays, and I never used to be that way. I used to always just be a, uh, like, you know, uh, get over with, hop in type of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, in my, in my older age, Tim, I'm... Uh, yeah, now I have to use, like, uh, all these weird, like, OCD tricks to get in. Like, if you don't jump in this pool in five <laughs> seconds, someone you love is going to die. Well, that's that surely can't be healthy. I it, thought you were going to say- But it works. It gets use, me in the pool, Tom. You have to use all these tricks, like putting on uh, floaties. No, I know I know how to swim. I'm not a good swimmer. You know what? I'm not a good diver. I can't well, dive. I and that's say, why it's been I years never... that I've been promising to teach you how to dive. Yeah, I never- but unfortunately, uh, a podcast studio is not an appropriate venue it's to do that. Not deep enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I I d- diligently did uh, swimming lessons. I feel like everyone in our town did swimming lessons. Yeah. Well, we we were in a beach town, so it was you know a safety thing first and foremost. I yeah. think where it was like, look, your kid's gonna be. Even if you're not the type of family that likes to go to the pool or the beach, like at some point they're gonna be on the water. They need yeah. to be a strong swimmer. So like I don't know, starting what's what's the earliest that kids signed up for those swimming lessons? I mean, I took swimming lessons as a baby. Oh well, at, but, at but, the pool uh, that you worked uh, at, I think five years old. Yeah, I think kindergarten. That's, that's probably when I started, and like it sucked <laughs> because it was the summer. Yeah, and swimming lessons were all at like eight in the morning. Yeah, and so it's like, hey, happy summer vacation! Get out of bed and jump in this cold water. And, and do classes. Yeah. This isn't what I signed up for in the summertime. Well, imagine being 17 years old and having to show up at the pool at eight in the morning and get in the water well, with five year olds. That's that's your job, though. That's different. That's true. Yeah. I was like getting paid. the worst was when I was in like fourth grade and yeah. I had no no desire to like learn anything. I wasn't a good swimmer and then I couldn't dive. So I failed this oh, one class like three summers in a row before finally I was like, guys, I'm never going to do this. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I hate it. Yeah. You're ruining my summer. And it's only like what, three weeks out of the summer or something. Like, uh, It's not the entire summer, but 
uh, I think it was like 10 weeks. No, I didn't take 10 weeks of swimming lessons. Maybe that's why I couldn't dive. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like it. Maybe eight weeks, six weeks, something like that. I don't know, some number of weeks. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, that's my, that's my shameful. Tim, you should have, uh, taken swimming lessons under me as a teenager. I when mean, I was 17 and you were 16, you should have signed up. Uh, that I wasn't interested. I can do a crawl stroke, Tom. Mm-hmm. Not like, not like I could teach you how to. I mean, maybe, but when will I ever need to do that? And I know now that I've said that, I'm going <laughs> to fall off a cruise ship. I should we're, probably cancel this cruise I have planned. We're both going to be on a ship that capsizes. <laughs> I'm going to be like, Tim, I told you I'd teach you how to be a stronger swimmer. Um, then we both die because I have to stay behind. I know that jeans trick now. That's true. Yeah. And I'm you glad you that, do. Because it would be tougher to explain uh, while we are submerged. Yeah. So now, now you know it. I used to, when I was a swimming instructor, I, I only liked teaching the five-year-olds, even though that meant I had to get into the water mm-hmm. because they were like, uh, I don't know, not, not cynical. <laughs> right, but would they always be pissing? <laughs> if they were, I didn't know about it. <laughs> there was a lot of chlorine in the bowl. Yeah. Okay. The only thing I didn't like was dealing with some of the parents because like, I just remember like having parents who'd be like, just, just dunk them under, just, just throw them in and be like, what? No, you do that on your, on your time. Exactly. It's like your kid, I'm trying to earn your kid's trust. Yeah. Uh, and like, they don't want to get in the water today. That's okay. Like in the, at their own time, like Mm -hmm. throwing them in the water isn't going to make them a strong swimmer. And I know, uh, people that, like had that experience where it was like, yeah, it's, uh, an instructor pushed me in and I never went back and then subsequently never learned how to swim. I think it could go either way, though. Mm-hmm. Some people need that push. Not a five-year-old. No, not a five-year-old. Yeah. No, I mean, but then so the other uh, people I like teaching was when I was like 16 and I was teaching 14-year-olds <laughs> because then it's just a power trip of like, you're almost my age, but I'm in charge. Right. And one of the you never met a power trip you didn't really <laughs> embrace. Yeah. Yeah. But that was I mean that was a case where it was like I don't want to get in it's cold. I'd be like get in. Like and I would push them in. I didn't care about mm. that. That's what I didn't like. I didn't like the whole like pushing pushing people into the water. I just didn't like that teens were in charge, <laughs> I think. I was very at even like at a young age at any age. I don't like anything where teens are in charge except for uh, roller coasters where I'm fine <laughs> that a bunch of teens are always oh, in charge. Yeah. I mean, I think about how like, you know, when I was a lifeguard, I was an authority figure at that pool yeah. and like, God, did I wield that? And I think nowadays, like 40 year old Tom, if like a 17 year old even corrected me on something, Oh my God, I'd be furious. <laughs> I'd be so mad. And now I'm understanding why, like, you know, I would blow the whistle at somebody or like yell at them for something and like <laughs> they'd lose their minds about it. I'm like, oh, I get it now. Yeah, I'd I'd hundred percent lose my mind and start screaming back at the light at the teenage lifeguard. Oh, that the whistle blowing when you're like not even in the pool where you're just like walking and it's just like, Yep, you're doing something. Oh, no flip flops on the day. Fuck you. Well, what about jeans, Tim? I would have to blow jeans. Blow <laughs> Whistles at jeans uh, <laughs> quite often, and sometimes people. You whistle tra- at a 
<laughs> nice jeans. Well, I'd have to take the whistle out of my mouth for that one. Um, have you ever been to like a pool that has a bar, like one of those things? The swim up bar? Yeah. Which is not a wet bar. No. Which somebody missed a trick there. That's what a wet bar should be it's called. It's a swim up bar, Tom. Yeah. It's a bar that you swim up to. And yes. a wet bar is just like a bar, right? Yeah, That's I just a so. way of saying like this is a, the type of bar With that alcohol. serves alcohol. Yeah. A wet mm-hmm. bar. Yeah. What's a dry bar? No, no, no alcohol. Okay, makes sense. Man, imagine you went to meet up with somebody at a bar and it turned out to be a dry bar. It's weird to me that I don't think it, it necessarily means like a place. I think it's like in your home. Yeah, like yeah. You, over at- you could have a bar in your home that's just a, a, a fancy way of being a counter. Right, exactly. Yeah, which... Stop calling just it a call bar, it a counter. You loser. You're confusing everybody. Yeah, and also like you think you're cool. There's a, if it's if it's not wet, then right. nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody's coming over. And then you're you're saying, uh, yeah, it's not a wet bar, and I'm thinking like, yeah, I know it's not. We're not in a pool. I'm not yeah. swimming up to it. Um, yes, I have been. Um, oh, so jealous. You know what? I've never been. It's uh, you don't have to get up to go to the bathroom. That's the thing, and like you can poop right in your seat. It's not like, look, I'm not rich enough to to be in a swim up bar all the time full of people <laughs> who like aren't going to piss in it maybe. <laughs> right. Right? So yeah. like, yeah, I was like it was on my honeymoon in uh Hawaii like at uh-huh. a resort in like one of the the uh the the, the pools had a swim up bar to it. But uh-huh. I was also like there's people here that probably are like getting hammered in the pool and then just like maybe not even intentionally, but I'm, I'm probably swimming in piss. Yeah. Well, some Alabama piss. I got new news for you. They uh, that happens in all pools. Even Warren Buffett's pool, especially Warren Buffett's pool. You know how old that guy is. Yeah. Tom. Do you think Warren Buffett? Has gone swimming in the last 30 years. Yeah, I could see him being like a weird swimming guy. Oh, go down to the swimming hole. (laughs) Some old people are like, uh, you know, they get real old and then they can, uh, you know, swimming is like the only exercise. And like you watch them swim and it's like, that's not even like a stroke. That's like something you came up with. But But you're moving. But yeah, you're doing something. Your joints aren't being, uh, you know, there's no impact. Yeah, so I'm not going to be like, uh, how come you're not doing a butterfly stroke? Yeah, no, sometimes when you're that old, just any kind of movement, like any kind of like walking hurts. Yeah. So it's like, uh, they should go to space, really. That's what they, that's who they should be spending, sending to space. Well, hey, Jeff Bezos is going there in a couple of weeks, apparently. Yeah. With his, uh, with his, uh, numbskull brother. Yeah, what's his brother's deal? I don't know. I just assume he's some kind of a numbskull. Hanger on. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know because we've never heard about uh, Jeff Bezos' brother before. I no. think, but uh, it's just like Jeff Bezos has to know what that like if this rocket ship explodes, <laughs> like everybody's gonna freaking celebrate, right? Well, like I, I feel like Elon Musk has this like cult where they right like, oh. people people love him, but Jeff Bezos doesn't have anybody. He's got nobody. No, no, yeah, people people aren't crazy about Jeff Bezos the way they are Elon yeah. Musk. Jeff Bezos isn't on Twitter posting memes for Grimes. Yeah. 
But Jeff, like Jeff, I bet like so many people heard the news and be like, "Well, this is you know, it's very dangerous. We have that going <laughs> for for this mission." You don't think I would think people's first inclination if that rocket ship blows up is that he was faking his yeah. Death. That would be because that's a great way to do it. That's a long. He retired game. five days before. Yeah, and then boom. and that's like a long like. Well, no, I've been working on rockets for you know the last fifteen Dude, years. Dude, if you want to disappear, we're all happy if you just disappear. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, I guess he you don't have to trick us. I don't know. Maybe you maybe. inserted yourself into our lives. We're not going to be sad to see you leave. Maybe maybe uh, the IRS finally caught up with him, and they're like, "You owe yeah. us five hundred dollars." He's like, "Oh, never! <laughs> I'll fake my death." <laughs> I'm going to space. Um, would you, uh, like we both live in the city, neither of us live in a place where it's reasonable to have a pool. But if you had like a suburban home with the room for it, would you want a pool? Uh, we have a friend, Tom, who had a pool mm-hmm. and moved essentially because he was like, I don't want to have a friggin' pool anymore. It sucks. Yeah, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of maintenance. Yeah. But it was an in-ground pool, which like I had seen above-ground pool because you're just like, eh, what can you really do in that pool? Yeah, an above-ground pool is good for cooling off, right? And like hanging out. An above-ground pool is basically like a big, not hot, hot tub. Right. It's it's a place for cooling off and socializing. Perhaps you you can't swim laps in an above-ground pool. Right. You can make a, a whirlpool in it. That's Enough fun. People as go hell. around the edges. I've been doing a lot of hand signals this episode. <laughs> Tim, I completely forgot about making a whirlpool in an above ground pool. Yeah, that's I haven't the done one that in a thing long that that's, that's good for. You just get a bunch of people to walk around the outside mm-hmm. faster and faster. And like it makes a legit, like you can get sucked into it uh, kind of whirlpool. A lot of fun. Um, but I think an above ground pool is also less maintenance than an in ground pool. Yeah, I'm sure of it. Yeah. Look, it's cool. You know, in if I lived in Florida, mm-hmm. I would want where uh, you're going to be able to use it. You know, pool. ten months out of the year. Yeah, or whatever. exactly. Um, I can see where we grew up on Long Island. How that's a freaking uh, really pain in the butt, annoying pain in the rear. Well, and that's what I'm always surprised at. Uh, you know, like there are people that, you know, live in like upstate New York and Canada that have pools where it's like I can use this two months out of the year. Yeah. Um, which actually, I don't know, maybe that's maybe that's the way to do it, because maybe then it's like then you really appreciate it. Yeah. You and you probably day. use the hell out of it during those two months. I think the problem you like uh, schedule your work vacations around it. <laughs> yeah. Because I think the problem on, you know, in a place like Long Island is like, yeah, probably like four months out of the year. Stop saying out of the year. I mean, I guess that's. <laughs> that's what I'm trying. To... I know. A third of the year. Is that better? Yeah. I, no, I don't prefer that. You go back to the go back to the old way. You were right. Sorry. You can use the pool. Uh, and it's almost like too much time. And then uh, you start opening the pool late. You know, later and later because it's like a big pain in the butt mm-hmm. later and later into the season. Yeah. And then by the time you finally get it open, you don't even use it that much. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I get it's it. It's probably like a big insurance thing. Oh, I'm sure. Especially yeah. like 
you know, when we were kids, like neither of us had pools as kids, but like we knew we had friends with pools and yeah, I'm sure that was like, you know, a nightmare of like, oh, you're, you have a 12 year old son who has a bunch of friends that live, you yeah. know, a half a mile. Oh radius. yeah. And it'd just be like a bunch of freaking 12 year olds coming yeah. to your pool. That's that, that are eventually going to get bored with this pool. And then, you know, they're not going to be like, hey, let's swim laps, everybody. It's like, no, let's see, you know, if we can trap somebody in a garbage can underwater and if they'll survive or not. I remember one time uh, our friend's older brother zipped our friend, coincidentally, (laughs) the same friend that uh, sold his house in adulthood because he didn't want the pool in his backyard. Yeah, well, it sounds like maybe he had a post-traumatic experience. Zipped him into a uh, sleeping bag, put the sleeping bag into a laundry basket in at 2 o'clock in the morning, (laughs) brought the laundry basket out into the backyard, threw it into the deep end of the pool. Um, Jimmy almost died that day. Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of thing where, like, you hear about on the news and you would be like, oh, try that kid as an adult. He's yeah. a murderer. Yeah. He's, he's a sick man. What did he think was going to happen? He was trying to murder that kid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what it's even having known that story for years. It still just sounds like attempted murder. Yeah. Like pushing somebody who's wearing a shirt into the pool is a joke. (laughs) Physically restraining them and throwing them into a pool is attempted murder. Yeah. Um, Did you ever go pool hopping uh, down that very same street? Um, so you're talking about like, uh, uh, at night, like hopping fences and going into people's pools. Yeah, well, we would without, do... Without permission. And I think this we did this maybe twice. Mm-hmm. Or I participated in it twice. It maybe happened three or four times. Yeah. We talked about it like we did a lot. But it would be like, <laughs> yeah, like late at night, summer vacation, nothing to do. You don't have to wake up for swimming lessons early. You're already <laughs> That's probably why I lesson. didn't do it, Tim. I had to wake um, up. I was like, well, I'll get plenty of pool in the morning, fellas. And like enough people had pools that you can like just run into someone's backyard and you all and you spend like you know a minute and a yeah. half like yeah, you, you jump, jump in, in you jump swim out. across and then like you jump out and then you run and you hop the fence if the next uh, property has a pool you do the same thing there if not you go to you know yeah, uh-huh. but like could you imagine having a pool and a bunch of fucking kids coming at one in the morning and then like what if someone cracks their goddamn head open yeah i'm old this sucks <laughs> This sucks. That's why if I had a pool, uh, I would electrify it at night. Yeah. Kill them all <laughs> immediately. <laughs> I wonder if you could get, uh, uh, I don't know. I'm sure probably in Florida you could get away with like not having insurance if you electrify your pool. <laughs> then it's just like, uh, stand your ground. <laughs> they would, I, I wasn't allowing them to swim in there. And if it meant taking their life to stop them from swimming in my pool, I was willing to do it. You like, Oh, sorry. I was going to end the show. Go ahead. No, no. Were you going to say something? I was going to say, if you like the show, you can find out more at TCGT.com. I'll look at my phone. <laughs> you can. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. Follow us on Instagram at TCGTE. Follow us on Twitter at complete guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. 
You can follow Tim at your pal Tim. Sorry, I was just looking at my phone. You can, most importantly, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash complete guide for books, the podcast, uh, where we read books. Uh, I just finished reading 1984. Tim has presumably watched the movie version of 1984. I did. I watched the 1984 version of it. The, the, of, yeah, the 1984 version of movies called 1984. The version of the film 1984 that came out in the year of our Lord 1984. Well, that's very confusing. Um, but talk about synergy. Patreon.com slash complete guide. And you get new episodes and all the back episodes as well. Um, yeah. Tim, what are your thoughts on chlorine? Um, pro-chlorine. Right? Chlorine's a great smell. Yeah, no, I'm just glad that it um, keeps the pools clean. I'm, I only find myself mostly in public pools these yeah. days. Um, well, you use chlorine in a private pool. You could use bromine. Some people are into bromine. Yeah, no, I, I know they, they use it, but like it's like I am very invested in like, uh, I I am in pools where like a bunch of strangers are in those Tim, pools. Tim, if, if you've invested in a chlorine company stocks, you're supposed to disclose that at the beginning of the <laughs> We have to episode. disclose all of our investments, right? Well, if we're doing a, uh, an episode about swimming and you're telling me I'm very invested in chlorine, well, come on, Tim. Obviously, you're trying to sway the market here with this episode. You know a lot of stockbrokers listen to this, a lot of hedge funds. I don't open my eyes underwater anyway, and mm-hmm. I'm not a goggles man, so I just close my eyes. So yeah. chlorine doesn't bother me. Uh, I open my eyes underwater. I'm in a chlorinated tough water? guy. Um, yeah, I mean, I used to do it all the time in chlorinated water, um, and I think you know my eyes just got used to hurting. There was there was like <laughs> a year or two where I was like. Probably when I was like 16, 17, where I was like, all right, shut up. Just open your eyes under there. And it was fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, you know, had like worked up an immunity to it, but I was also pretty exclusively living on chicken McNuggets at the time. I was just at at like the peak uh, fitness that I would ever be at. I wish. Where like nothing could hurt me. I'm so sad that I'll never be 19 again. (laughs) Swim in a vat of chlorine. That's what I remember. Pissed about it every day when i worked at the pool there was like you know a big pump house with all the chemicals and stuff Mm -hmm. and uh they would always be like don't go in there stay away from there and but like sometimes i would have to go in there to like find somebody and it was terrifying it was just like vats of like incredibly harsh industrial chemicals (laughs) uh i never really liked it i never really understood they would uh, they would like have to test the pool all the time which was good but uh, I never really understood what they were looking for. It was like, all right. The right pH balance, Tom. Yeah, but it's like, uh, keep track of what you're putting in it. Yeah, but you had to, you know, the teens are running the show. You have to. No, like, there was an old guy. Work. An old guy But he testing had a teen it? apprentice yeah, who okay. would work under him. Yeah. Sean did that job for a while. He'd drive from pool to pool in the town and, and test. just test the water. Yeah. yeah. I doubt he like showed up and t- actually yeah. The, the, we had a lot of friends that worked for the pool, like yeah, in college, mm-hmm. like summers in college, and it's like oh, work for the pools, and like none of us did our stated jobs <laughs> at those pools. Well, I you know now I'm thinking about it, it was like an older guy and then like one or two teens that would work in the pump house, um, and it really didn't make sense because like. 
I guess I was always under the impression like they would test the the water a few times a day, and that just involved like you know going to going to the edge of the water, getting a vial of you know a little test tube, and then you know going back and testing it. Um, but like I don't know why I thought like oh the rest of the time they're in the pump house they're like constantly working. <laughs> There's just like a whole board. There's like a whole board of meters and they're looking at different dials. Like no, it's too much of this. Too add more of this. Remove some of that. And you were just like having chicken McNugget eating contests with the other lifeguards. Yeah, I was just like man, I know I'm I you know I'm not really doing any real work, but these guys. They're working their butts off. And it's like, no, they aren't. They're testing once, you know, if, twice a day if there's chlorine or not in it. Half the time, probably just going, eh. Um, and then, yeah, that's definitely what they were doing. Because whenever the Department of Health would show up, they would flip out. They would like, it, you know, it was like uh, turning a light yeah, on. Nobody at the public pool is, is except for the, the, the man in the, in, the, in the scary room. Yeah. Nobody's pulling their weight. It's a joke of a job. It's a joke of a How system. How dare you, Tim? That was the best job I ever had. See you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.